All right. I look like I'm in a little hole. Just working. This is going to be, uh, I know it's late at night. There's probably not going to be a lot of people joining us tonight. But that's okay. I had to do this now or I probably never will. I know I look like I'm in a pinhole. I get it. There's not a lot of light in this hotel room. And I'm in Houston, Texas. I have a show tomorrow, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, one show Sunday. And uh, I wanted to talk about the history of offense from comedy. It's actually really, really, really interesting. And I wanted to do this because of uh, a tweet I saw by Joey Diaz. And it really was inspiring. And there's so much rich history in comedy. And sometimes I don't think that a lot of people know just any comedian alive right now is on the shoulders of giants. And we're going to talk about Lenny Bruce today and maybe a little Carlin. And... Um, and kind of comedy right now and how it's not as bad as you think it is. But at the same time, it's always the same struggle and it never really ends. Uh, before we start that, my wife and Aileen and everybody have been working hard to get the, the tour in order. So we have um, New York City is completely sold out. We have uh, more Buffalo. I added a show in Buffalo because... Uh, they were getting a lot of heat or something, and the owner's just a legend. The owner's like, oh, no, there won't be free speech stifled here. Just so much respect, because I was getting I was getting mobbed. I just didn't want to, like, bring that up, because it's so annoying. But so we got a, a bigger room in the same place. So uh, we're going to have more tickets available for that. Chicago, a lot of people were bummed that one of the Bears got us a awesome theater, and I could not be happier that he did that for us. But... Um, it's like 40 minutes outside of Chicago. So we're going to use a venue right in this downtown Chicago. And I'm going to do four shows. Because I think it seats 150. And we've already sold more than 300 tickets. So I might as well uh, add on some uh, some more shows. Because I've been getting a lot of uh, love from that. And uh, never, never worry. Whoa. Is that loud for you guys? Is that too loud? Uh, oh, Canterbury. I got to apologize to Canterbury and give him quite a quite a compliment. So I saw Canterbury made a, a video that was like, uh, why I love Owen Benjamin. And I just retweeted it like a while ago because I just was like, oh, that's nice. But I didn't watch it because sometimes I hate the sound of my own voice. And, uh, and then today I was I was watching it. And the first like 15 seconds were literally like just he cut it to make it look like I was like, I am a white supremacist. I hate niggers. I'm, you know, and I'm like, can a bear? And so I, I tweet at him. I'm like, dude, you're missing the whole point. I'm trying to show intent versus blah, blah. And it turns out that was the whole point of his video. I just had to wait longer. So the dude's a genius, man. Because the only reason it affected me is because he's like one of the main bears. So I was like, oh, no. Oh, good Lord, no. Because I figured it was a joke. I didn't figure that. I, I figured that. You know, it wasn't like a real thing, but I thought that you were just like messing with me. And then I realized the whole point of it was to show how easy it is to manipulate somebody. And uh, in my defense, I had been called a racist about a thousand times today. And I'm done with it. World War N is over. And just to clarify, that does not mean I changed my position on any of it. There, there will never be me saying N-word. Ever. I say the full word. I say nigger. But, uh... 
I take no joy in that. It's just I only do if it's funny for the joke and I won't ever pull back. That being said, there's two traps you can fall in in comedy and in free speech. One is you apologize for something you know isn't wrong. That's death in, in art and comedy. But trap number two is you obsess about it and you never let it go until the whole world sees the hypocrisy. And that's just as, as bad of a, of a trap. And so I gave myself, I went a little longer than I thought I was going to go, but I gave myself a full like solid week to just go at this concept. And I, and I learned a lot about this concept. I learned a tremendous about, amount about it because at no point did I think I was wrong, but there's always that little voice that says, just, just stop, you know? And that's why I'm so lucky to have my wife, Amy, because there's been times when I'm like, should I just be like normal and just go with the lie for you guys? Because, you know, she's pregnant. I have a little boy. We have a brand new giant dog. And she's like, no, you can't stop. I mean, she's cried over this, what's happened this week. But not, you know, just a normal feeling ostracized girl cry. But she's like, you can't stop ever. And she's good now, by the way. I've been getting a lot of texts and love of people being like, you okay? Like the rumor mill in L.A. is going crazy. I was getting texts from all kinds of people hearing that like I was going to kill myself and all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, no, dude, I'm good. She's good. We're just we're we're just getting through it, you know. And she said, we have I want my sons to be brave like their dad. I don't want them to be cowards. I want them to be strong. So you can you you can't waver. And I just was like, thank God I have you, you know, like she knows the long game in life is strong you got to be a strong role model for your for your family even if it just seems like it's a lot easier not to and she's so sweet amy's such a sweet woman and everyone's always telling me how nice she is but she is the mother of bears and she is uh there's nothing more powerful than a woman who truly loves your man because she likes to see me shine and and i shine in comedy and she knows i can't back down because i'll never stop she's seen me through a lot of this stuff she's We've been together a long time now. And like the Beyonce thing, she's seen me like just get 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 swarmed so many times. The the trans kid thing is just one that a lot of you guys probably know me about, but there's been flags I've planted. And she knows what happens when I agree at all to something I don't believe in. It's just it's just nothing. It's just there's nothing there for us. And she signed on, you know. So anyway, let's talk about what um all this stuff so yeah hugepianist.com new york sold out uh chicago we will be shortly putting up i'm doing four shows so there will be more tickets because we oversold and then um they kicked me out for hate speech obviously and uh so we got another place uh minneapolis the first show sold out second show is still a couple tickets pittsburgh and cleveland we got some tickets left because those are massive places and um yeah, uh, Vancouver's up, so that's all good. And I will have the new special for sale soon, maybe within a week or two. It's it's looking really good. Much respect to Joe. Right now, the cut is two and a half hours long, <laughs> so I have to cut it down. And uh, my local paper wrote a really good article about the situation I was in. I was really nervous because, not nervous about me, but nervous about the backlash and how it would just never end if they just keep pushing. But it uh, it was fair. 
It wasn't even opinionated. It was just absolutely fair. All right, so let's talk comedy. So this is this is a quote. All right, I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan. I I before he even had me on his show, I listened to all his episodes. I always thought what he was doing was really cool, and there was not a voice like his in mainstream. I wouldn't. He's obviously not mainstream, but he has a massive audience. And he's one of the only people that will have on anything that isn't just that normal BS, you know? And so uh, I've listened to hundreds of his, of his podcasts. Even before, I've, I did it twice in the last six months. I mean, I'm, I'm very, very, very lucky. And people keep asking me, like, when's your next Rogan? When's your next Rogan? I don't know. I texted him if I could do it for this special coming out. And he said, totally, when are you in L.A. next? So I think he's open to it. But if not, it doesn't matter. That, that, that's a trap in life is when you accomplish things that you never thought you ever could ever. Like to do Rogan one time was one of my, I just couldn't imagine how awesome that would be. Just to talk to him for three straight hours. And I've gotten that twice. So at this point, there may never be another Rogan, you know, and that's okay. I think sometimes it, it gets really like the way life goes. It's people are like, well, when's the next thing that's awesome? And you're like, well, I don't know, man. I don't. I would love to do more, but it's also about maintaining memories and maintaining like that's, I got that, you know, and whenever it happens, it happens. That's probably one of the reasons why he had me on in the first place. Cause I never, I don't want anything from him. I'm just glad he exists. So anyway, he always has a Lenny Bruce. He loves Lenny Bruce. He has a picture of Lenny Bruce in his, in his uh, studio. And this is a quote from Rogan. It said, it never hurt Lenny Bruce's career to get arrested for swearing. Uh, it never hurt Lenny Bruce's career to get arrested for swearing. It did back in the back in the time, but he broke those doors down by doing the stuff that he believed in. Well, basically, Lenny Bruce, what Joe's saying here is Lenny Bruce did so much to open the doors for the rest of us because back then he used to have to go to jail for jokes, you know? And this is what I will say, though, that I don't, I'm not fully on board that because I think that struggle that he went through never has stopped. I just think what the thing is that people get offended about, some some of the things never change and others um, just are totally fluid, but there's always that societal lie that someone has to say. Because, you know, you can break down one door. Like, if you look at Carlin, I'll get to that one in a second, but the seven words you can't say on TV, right? And a lot of these obscenity laws would be about sexual-related things. You know, if you said, you know, my cock in your pussy, you go to jail, right? So it appears like they're breaking down doors for the rest of us. But all that really happens sometimes is you just change the sticker. You just change what it is that people freak out about. Like right now, it's hacky, I think, sometimes to be just filthy for no reason. I try to not swear if I can. But um, like if you watch Amy Schumer talk about like jamming everything in her pussy, like no one's like oh, she really crossed a line. That's just what people do now. And I'm glad, but there's there's always that line and you can feel it. And, and that outrage never stops. And so for me recently, it was the N-word, which of course is nigger. And that also used to be a problem. So let me set this up even more. Joey Diaz, who I love, if you ever watch his, um, or listen to his uh, The Church of What's Happening, I did it one time, and I'm not much of a marijuana smoker, 
and Joey gave me an edible that was 200 milligrams of THC called the, uh, uh, what was it called? The devil something, uh, star of death. And I, during the podcast, 10 minutes in, I no longer can speak. And he starts looking at me like, yo dog, you okay, man? You need some, you need some air? And I'm like, yes, is, is that cool, man? If I, if, like, I couldn't speak. So I go outside to get some air and I realize I can't go back inside. I just start like, it's so much THC that that isn't weed. Like I don't smoke weed because it just kind of slows me down sometimes. And I don't know, it just isn't my thing. It's kind of, it's not really like a party thing, like booze. And I don't really want to do anything during the day that would compromise my thoughts. But there is times, like I'm not against it. You know, I'll smoke with Brogan or something or eat a brick of weed with Joey Diaz. But I never came back. I, I just took off. I, I couldn't handle it. I was like, I have to go. And I never, and he was live. And I just never came back. And everyone thought I was like dead or something. It was pretty funny. But so anyway, Joey Diaz tweets this. He says, I'm a husband, a father, but most importantly, a man. I will say things in the heat of comedic passion, but not everyone that not everyone will like. Out of respect to my heroes, Bruce, Pryor, Rogan, Hicks, Burr, Kinnison, Kearns, and Voss, I'll never apologize for a joke. And that is just a well-written well-written hit. You know, me and a lot of these guys have different styles in how we tweet. Like sometimes, like these dudes will, uh, they'll sit on an idea longer and then they just do one tweet. And that's really professional and that's really cool. I think that's cool. It's almost like using it more of like a newspaper. I use it more like a thought sonar. Like, you know, I, I can do volume. And, and I know that annoys some people. Other people love it. I happen to like it. Like I like to put out a lot of ideas and just, feel what comes back. And I'm not lying. I'll do hyperbole. I'll exaggerate. I'll flip things on its head. You know, um, like when I'm, I was watching the Oscars or some of these commercials, whenever they make fun of white people or men, I just do the exact opposite and do it about black people. And I don't apologize at all or say why I'm doing it just to watch everything happen. And then when you watch all these people call me racist, you know that it's that that's the joke. The joke is that it's not me explaining it. And so when I said nigger on stage in my special, this is one thing that's always annoyed me about comedians is they'll do a joke about saying the word. Like Louis CK has done two jokes with the word nigger in the joke. And that's like ballsy. Like comedians are like, whoa, he, he, cried, he, he did it. Because every, every concept is stakes. And it's more impressive to another comedian if you can make something funny that's taboo or no one else can make funny. Like something that you can, you would definitely bomb, you know? And Bill Burr did a joke about uh, the desire to hit your wife. I remember when I watched that, I'm like, how did he make that funny? Man, he has skills. And so Louis C.K.'s joke was like, <clears throat> I have a real problem with the N-word, not nigger, the N-word. Uh, it's basically like you're saying nigger, but you're like, you say it in your head and I'll have a moral high ground. Like. But he's doing a joke about saying the word. I wanted to do a joke with the word and not even address that I said it. Just, that's it. Like when I, I, I recently did a, uh, a joke making fun of gay people. And it's not about, can I make fun of gay people? That isn't the premise. The premise is simply, I'm sick of how gay people talk shit about women. You know, and it's like, like one of my gay friends was like, oh my God, you put your dick in a pussy? That's so gross. And I'm like... <laughs> 
Yeah, well, that's what we do. <laughs> it's like, ew, a pussy, gross. And I'm like, couldn't take it anymore. And I'm just like, where do you put your dick? You know where you put your dick? And a, a dude's asshole. Who's who's gross now? Where I put my dick, you know what comes out? You know what comes out of that? Life. I make life. That vagina makes life. What comes out of your husband's ass after you put your dick in there? Shit. Forever. That's it. Just shit. It's gross. It's gross. And that's funny. The joke isn't about can I make fun of gay people? I just make fun of it. And um, and then the other joke is, uh, you know, gay, everyone's acting like gay people are the ones that really love men. I'm like, I love men. There's men I love. There's men that if I see, I'm like, I love him. You know, I hug him. I'm like, I love you, man. I'm like, so what makes a gay guy love men more than me? Like a man, like a gay guy is like, I love that guy. You know, for me, it's like, I love him so much. I'd die for that guy, man. I'd get in a fight with that guy. I'd fight, I'd fight a group of guys that maybe we'd lose, but I love him that much. You know, a gay guy's like, I love him so much. I'm just going to jam my cock in his asshole until I come. That's how much I love him. And that's real love. That's bravery. I'm just going to jam it in there and I'm going to, I'm going to get myself off. Like, really? So, so that's your, that's your high ground. I love men so much. I'm trying to keep things away from their assholes. Stay away from his ass. And the joke isn't homophobic and I will never apologize for any of that because it isn't. It's funny. And I know it's funny. And I will just, I will not do a joke about, can I do a joke? Okay. So Joey did this and, uh, and I was wondering why, like, cause I had seen Joey tweet me something recently and I, that's why I could see him. Like it was banging around in his head. So I do this tweet, right? Canada is led by a faggot, and it's a picture of Justin Trudeau looking just unforgivably ridiculous. I mean, the man is just unbelievable, right? He's just horrifying. And so I see uh, Joey responds to it, I love you, Owen, just out of nowhere. And so now I realized that he was kind of working through in his head. Like he saw that and he's like, yeah, dog doesn't apologize going after that fucking, that, that prime minister queer, you know? And, and then I thought about what he said, because what he said was a lot more professional than mine. You know, I just say shit. What he said was so true. And you think, and I, I've been thinking about the shoulders of the giants that we stood on, Lonnie Bruce and all that. And that's, that's the in, introduction to what I want to talk about tonight. It's, it's the greats. And what inspires me to not back down? It's not just my family. It's just not just my ethics. It's not just my love of comedy or my inability to lie because if I do, I'm lost. Those are all major factors. But another factor that I forgot until I saw Joey's tweet was my ideals. Growing up, looking at the people that actually fought. They didn't just say shit to get laughs. You know, someone will kick down a door and then a whole bunch of people will do the same shit and just get on Netflix or get on HBO at the time or whatever it was. And everyone just goes, oh, they're so great. Look at him. He's such a rebel. They're just coming in through the, through the hole that some monster broke because he, could, he just couldn't stop. And I'd rather be the monster. I'd rather be the one that actually had the balls. You know, it's a tougher road. It is a tough road, but that's, what, that's art. It's actually art. It's not... It's not um, just the seeking of approval of audience members or the seeking of approval of uh, social media. And I'm not knocking other comics at all. I'm just saying like that I've, I've been the crowd pleaser. 
I've went up there and done every joke exactly how I know will get the most amount of applause. And in that, a lot of times, no one would know who I was. And, and I, I still am a crowd pleaser. I'm still trying to make everyone laugh and I don't ever walk anybody. I'm not one of those shot guys, but like you got to really put something in there and make something, make something heard that isn't being heard. And when you look at all the comics right now that are, that are famous mainstream, they're all saying the same shit. It's all, it's all anti-Christian, anti-male, anti-America, anti-Trump. Um, anti, you know, they never make fun of Islam. They never make fun of gay people, never make fun of trans people. Never. It's just never make fun of black people. It's always the same shit. And they make it seem like that is the brave route. Like we, we stand for strength, you know, and on the Oscars, you just watch them talk about equality. Dave Smith brought up a funny point on his podcast. He said, they're preaching equality at an award show. We're in $10,000 dresses and they don't even see the irony. That's why there's no possibility of humor in that because humor relies on irony. It relies on, on showing, showing truth to power and they are the emperor and there is no close. So I was thinking about that. And so those are the type of jokes I get drawn to is that like, I'll, I'll give you an example. Like these are now the contra uh, controversial takes that are true. And I'm not doing this as a response to like, oh, I'm just a contrarian. No, I want to say things that are absolutely true, but make them funny. Like, like this meme, I didn't find this picture, but I, I, this is how liber liberals feel every time they call another white person a racist on social media. And it's just, uh, the the Queen of Dragons from Game of Thrones, and she just has this smug look as all these brown people are trying to touch her. And it's it's that superiority, you know, and that's that's uh, that's wrong, and we all know it. And then when you post that, when you when you say something that that isn't being said by people of my status, and I'm no giant star, but I have enough status where it, it kind of freaks people out when I'm not playing ball. And it's also very ironic when thousands of people tell me how hacky and unoriginal I am and that I'm a racist. Really? Then why would you even know who I am? Is that what people do these days? They, they go after hacky, unoriginal racists? No, they go after threats. And when you live in a world of lies, anyone saying anything true is a heroic act and it shakes them up and it makes them really fucking nervous. Because someone has something to lose when people are lying on this level, right? All right, so for me, it's the guns, right? I saw this meme. Someone posted this. I saw a movie once where only the police and military had guns. It was called Shinra's List. And so I was, uh, I was beating this dude down. This guy named Sean O'Connor. I'll show you where it started. Did I? Uh, I got to put this up. I thought I had this up. It'll take, it'll take no time at all, ladies and gentlemen. It was, uh, I was making fun of Jimmy Kimmel. So I did this tweet. I said, hey, Jimmy Kimmel, your anti-gun stance is so heroic. You stood up there in front of the world, the world, and you weren't scared to tell us common folk why guns aren't needed, you fucking pussy. And it's a picture of all the cops and military on the red carpet. Like the, the, the stuff that you don't see to keep all these, these, these special people safe. 
And someone could argue, oh, it's a big event. And, and I was wearing this guy down. Just, just when, you, when you are right and you're honest, you can't lose. Just keep talking. Because there is, if you are standing on a principle or a value, there's nothing they can say. And that's why they call you racist or homophobic or a bigot or crazy. Because there is no argument. I'll see thousands and thousands of people try to argue a point I make fail miserably and only just call me names and then disappear and block me. But I have enough followers now and the unbearables are, are doing it that they can't just not see me now. And that's pretty cool if, if you're trying to do something good or at least honest. Definitely funny. So here we go. So I got this dude so this guy comes at me, and a lot of you guys saw this. And I just wore him down and wore him down because he said, we need gun control. I said, what? What's your? I said, what? This is how I framed it because it's a fact. I go, what level of wealth gets cops and guns? Because it's not about politicians. Those are just actors. Actors used to be like pissed on like not that long ago. They're not very valuable members of society. So, you know, you got New Year's. Well, he said, well, New Year's Eve. I'm like, oh, yeah, but there's gatherings all over the place. New Year's, New Year's in New York City has a lot of wealth and famous people. Who gets the protection and who doesn't? Because I know the left stance. The left stance is no guns for anyone. None. Because then the elite get protection. The government gets to protect itself. And we get nothing. I know that's their stance. An AR-15, getting rid of an AR-15. Rose an AR-10 is the same gun, just bigger bullets. An SKS. There's all kinds of guns. AR-15 is a meaningless thing. AR does not even stand for assault rifle. And if we're forced to learn what LGBTQAI means, you got to learn what AR means before you try and ban it. Deal? So when you frame it like that, what at what point do people get to protect themselves? And they'll just say, well, you're, I, heard about, I heard about you. You're racist. No, I go, just answer the question. And if it's public enough, you know, they'll feel that, They'll feel the heat a little. I'm like, just answer it. And it's like, oh, you're a hacky comedian. You're not funny. But I'm like, it's provably not true. But it doesn't matter. Answer the question. At what level? Who gets the guns in society? And it's almost like that, that scene from that movie I was showing you guys that Monster Calls. It's like, tell me the truth. Tell me that if you just do it enough, they say it. And this is what he said. Cops get guns. No one else. So I just screenshot it because I figured he'd delete it. This is what the left believes. Never, ever give one inch. They want to disarm population, and they hide it with false care for children they don't care about. The fact that these people are 100% pro-choice all across the board, and as far as deep in the pregnancy as, as they're told, it needs to go. So those people, at no point do I think that they want to protect children. They, they, they've seen little unborn children with hands and a heartbeat and a head, and they, they suck it out, killed it, killed a little guy, right? And, and, and that probably just rattled some of you guys. Good, should, it's crazy. And, uh, and so those people aren't the ones being like, we must, I go, so what, why, why is my son's school not the Oscars? It's like, well, I don't want to turn it into a jail. By the way, this is a writer in Hollywood. This is like not just some random guy. This is someone in that, he has to appeal to his masters and he also has power, enough power. I mean, obviously zero power, like a, a slave with his own mind has more power than this human being. But on the surface, he appears to have power. I said, what, 
why can't my, my kids get protected at school? And he's like, well, we don't want to turn that into a jail cell. I'm like, so are the Oscars now a jail? So Jimmy Kimmel spoke at a jail? Or is he part of the privileged elite that gets protection and none of us do? And that's what's driving the allegiance to Trump. Because Trump makes some really weird calls sometimes. He does. But myself included and a lot of other people know the abyss that isn't Trump right now. That it's tough. I mean, there's a lot of stuff he's doing right now that I don't, I'm like, dude, come on, man. Seriously? But he's the only one. Even, even he said some stuff about gun control that I'm like, oh, dude, come on. But like the left wants them all. And that's a fact. He's the only one that's even trying to understand what normal millions and the majority of America goes through. You know, and people talk shit about the tariffs. I get, you know, that's a whole thing. That's a whole economic thing. But but one thing that is true is people need to work. You know, whether or not that's in industrial jobs, it may not be the same job these days as it was when we picture America working hard. But like people need work. Uh, heroin addiction isn't really cutting it for people these days. You know, people are losing a uh, sense of purpose. And that's true. And no one else is talking about it. And those people know that the cops are not going to protect them. And the left, the very people that said cops are all racist, Black Lives Matter, cops are all racist, are now saying that they're the only ones that can have guns. They don't believe in anything. And that, that is the lie right now. You know, it's not saying sexual stuff. That's been crossed. That's already been, that's already been pulled out. You know, and, and, and to be honest, one of the reasons I consider myself on the right is when looking, I know that they both have hypocrisies. I know that the right's capable of censorship. When I was younger, it was the right censoring people. And if they go back to not letting people say words, I will be, I will fight that just as hard. But think about the difference. As much as I disagree with the right, the, the old school right censoring like sex stuff, at least there was a reason. At least there was like a concept. Although I disagree with that level of puritanical culture, I think it's bad for culture. I think people need to say all this stuff and get it out. At least they're trying to preserve the like the sense of normal male female bonding marriage children. And as we see what's happening now with the world, they may have had a point. Shit's going off the rails. You know, the Me Too movement, the whole driving force of that is you can't just fuck hundreds of strangers and think that you can communicate properly with your body and innuendo and alcohol. It's not going well for people. And just the birth control pill and all this stuff, it's, it sounds great on paper and I'm glad it all exists. I'm glad we have all these freedoms. I don't wanna to go to a time when we don't have all these freedoms, but we can't pretend like women are happy, that women are happy being used by these celebrity males and then going to their little cubicles and just slowly working. They're not happy. And that shame, although I'm not into it, think about the left shame, the left censorship. The left censors anything that goes after their power, their unchecked power, whether that's guns or taxation or anything. It's just whatever is just against that. The left, one of the reasons I, I liked, I consider myself on the left when I was younger was that I, all the censorship came, you know, against swear words and stuff from the right, it seemed. And um, they also seem to be the only ones questioning whether we should go to certain wars. And I'm pro-military, pro 
soldier. I don't believe that we shouldn't have a military or government like some of my friends do, but you got to question the stuff. You can't just, you know, I, I thought that that was, they completely are not that now. Now it's, they don't question any of the wars, just burn them all. And I don't trust people that don't believe in anything because they're very dangerous. And and people and, and Amy and I and Walter are leaving Saranac Lake and we're keeping our house there. We're going to rent it out and stuff. And I'll visit my, I'll probably see my brother more than I did. Like we, we're valuing each other's time quite a bit. But, and people are like, yeah, but you know, you lost your babysitter and uh, the church didn't take your money, but everyone will turn around. And, you know, I know all the people were being mean and all that. And City Hall wasn't going to let you do shows anymore, but it'll turn around. And it will turn around. I bet I'll, I'll flip it in two, three weeks. Tops. Especially once they see the special, they'll be embarrassed. And, and the fact I didn't attack that woman who came after me speaks volumes. People now want to be more like me than her. That's why you, you keep your sword sheathed unless you have to. Because you're fighting uh, hearts and minds. You're not fighting blood. You know, in a lot of people's minds, when they watch too many movies and video games, they think that they have to, like, destroy everyone. And don't get me wrong, Big Bear is capable of roaring, but that's not the fight. The fight is show that you're better. And so people are now like, oh, dude, you have a point. Like, wait a minute, could our speech be banned where you taped your special in City Hall? Think about that level, right? Talk about that freedom. I pay thousands of dollars of taxes to City Hall and they could potentially censor a comedian doing a show. What, what about debate? That's your City Hall, man. That is a government-protected constitutional building. There is no debate on that. I mean, there's so many arguments I have in my back pocket that don't even have to do with this stupid internet shaming. But the reason we're leaving is because I don't trust people that don't believe in anything. Imagine you're, you're going into a hospital and someone says, oh, I heard about your husband. I heard about your husband, so we will not operate on you. That's hyperbole, but not really. People do stuff like that. People canceled play dates with my son. Imagine if he was older than two and, and could feel that pain a little more. He's like, yeah, play, play. And someone's like, we can't play with, with the bad people. And those are the same people that will be sending us pies and shit in a week. I know this. I've been through all of it. But you don't, it doesn't matter. Like, so then I get their approval again. So what? The people that matter were great. My brother, his wife, a few of my friends. Great. Never wavered. You know, they can hear sides and be diplomatic, but they were never like, I just don't even know you. I'm like, you hugged me after the show. And and that's when I am like, especially Amy, she's like, you can't. What's the what's the value of someone that, you know, can change in a minute based on nonsense, especially women in large groups? Oh, God, they're brutal. Just one will turn and then they're all like, you know, yes, Tina, yes, Diane, yes, Sharon. It's just, so it's a, it's a good situation. Anyway, so where are we at? Um, let's listen to some, listen to how nothing's really changed, but maybe that's a good thing. All right, this is Lenny Bruce. Let me make sure this is the right one. I mean, the guy's a genius, but you can't get stuck in it. Like, he, he, he gets stuck in it. All right, so, is this the right one? Uh, by the way, are there any niggers here tonight? Are there any niggers here tonight? What did he say? Boy, and is he really getting out of his nut? Are there any niggers here tonight? Is he that desperate for shock value? 
And he scraped the bottom round to be that cruel. To are you even hear? Are you even hearing the same responses? Is he that desperate for shock value? Listen. Turning niggers hit and ate. Have I ever talked about the Schwartz and they left the room? Or the Moulin Jeans or the arms or placated some southerner by absence of voice. You see the move? He then shows that it's it's all it's the unity. It's he'll then make fun of all the people and say all the words. He gets arrested for this. Watch this. When he ran to read about the nigger nigger niggers. Are they niggers here? You know I'm working with a nigger. I think I see one nigger couple back there between those two niggers to three kikes. Thank God for the kikes. And two spicks and one mick. They have two spicks, one mick, three kikes, and one spunky, funky, hunky. Any more boogies? Three more sheenies, eight more guineas, six guineas, seven wops, six grease balls. I pass the six dykes, four kikes, and eight niggers. The point... So you see it go from fear to clapping, and that's the ultimate comedic move, because you start, you start off... Let's just analyze this one more time. I know that I can be tedious, but just tr- bear with me. Listen to the silence at first. And listen to him just take it. and Because he knows where he's going with it. He knows once he says kikes, it's game over. And then once he makes it silly, like nigga, 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 nigga. It's just, it's mouth words. Listen. Uh, by the way, are there any niggers here tonight? Silence. And then he does the internal monologue. What did he say? What did he say? Is he really getting out of his nut? Are there any niggers here tonight? Is he that? Desperate for shock value. But see, that was his downfall. He was arguing. He started arguing with himself in his head. But this is still a brilliant bit. Listen to this. And he scraped the bottom round to be that cruel to say, "Are there any niggers here tonight?" Have I ever talked about the Schwarz? Cruel. I love that. It's like, can he be so cruel? The room, or the Moulin Jeans, or the arms, or placated some southerner by absence of voice when he ranted and raved about the nigger, nigger, niggers. Are there any niggers here? You know, I'm working with a nigger. I think I see one nigger couple back there between those two niggers to three kikes. Thank God for the kikes. And two spicks and one mick. Yeah. I got a theory about why kike worked. It's because when you go nigger, the assumption is that you're you're being mean. That you're saying you're almost like uh like people's actual racism will be projected onto you where they think, Oh, you're you're trying to like be mean to the downtrodden. So then when he says kikes, people are like, Oh, but they're the rich ones. My boss is a kike. Oh shit, he's not adhering to uh, uh, social strata at all. There's no above or below or wealth or poverty. Like, what is this? And then spicks, one mick, three kikes, and one spunky, funky, hunky. Any more boogies? Three more sheenies, eight more guineas, six guineas, seven wops, six grease balls. I pass the six dykes, four kikes, and eight niggers. The point. If President Kennedy got on television every day and said, I would like to introduce all the niggers in my cabinet. And all the niggers called each other niggers. They oftentimes hoop it in front of the old phase. And every day you heard nigger, 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 nigger. In the second month, nigger would mean as much as good night or God bless you in your sneeze. Or perhaps as much as I promise I'll hold to nothing but to do so help me God. Nigger would lose its impact and it'd never make any poor old nigger cry when he came home from school. Zagunish gives it the power to him. See, but he was wrong about that last part. They tried that shit. They tried to defang it, and it didn't work. It just kept, it, it, it held on. At the very end, he was like, what if President Kennedy was like, I got seven niggas in my cabinet, and no one will say, it, it's a profound message. It is. But it didn't work for a few reasons. Uh, the big lies started happening, you know, the, the, the dismantling of the black family, and you have to blame that on racism, or else you have to address a lot of pretty horrendous uh, government programs. But... 
All right, let's look at this one. So this is something that, that also uh, Lenny suffered with is he would try to point out, this is my criticism of Lenny Bruce. He tried to point out people's hypocrisy too much because I have that demon where I just want to, I just want to keep showing them that they're lying. But then you become just almost, there's one thing uh, to fight for what people know isn't true and what they want to be able to say, but they can't. It's another thing to just keep just grinding. And that's what I meant when I said World War N is over for me. It doesn't mean I'm stopping anything I believe in. It's just, I don't, this is the ghost of Christmas future for a lot of comedians, myself included. Oh, by the way, before I continue, uh, with obscenity, I'm going to, that's uh, might not condition to that word. Uh, you know the meaning of obscenity, don't you? Perhaps you don't. See, if I do a disgusting show, well, you say, just say there's something about you. You don't even know the man to make a generality. I tell you, all businessmen are son of a bitches. Are you kidding me? In fact, my father told me that. My father told me that all businessmen are son of a bitches. I never leave my father until now. What's your name? JFK. Your initials are lewd, I see. Uh, that is a direct. See, people have always been trying to make fun of the president and like calling everyone hypocrites. Just listen to this shit. Oh, Time Magazine, London Observer. The president, President John F. Kennedy said uh, during the seal strike, uh, my father once told me they're all businessmen or son of a bitch. I never believe my father until now, unquote, President Kennedy. And we have two presidents that use the word son of a bitch. Uh, There's uh, Truman with uh, Drew Pearson. Now, supposing we have an integrated cabinet in 30 years, might I hear? Drew Pin, the motherfucker, daddy. Or my daddy wants some old business and motherfuckers. Motherfuck you too, daddy. Like he's crazy. I would like an honest equation from any at least grammar school graduate. Is the word son of a bitch less obscene to you than motherfucker? Really? Is it the fact that a Catholic president called all businessmen son of a bitches in a Jewish comic relates motherfucker? If you're interested in the meaning of obscenity, I'm less obscene than a president. If the word motherfucker stimulates you sexually, you're in a lot of trouble. Especially if it's my mother. See, he's too neurotic. And that's another thing I just put together. He is Jewish. So when he said kike, it released the audience to laugh. Maybe that's what it was. That fucking, that's a cheap, that's a cheap move. All right, so this is uh, Lenny Bruce <laughs> discovering fake news. And I'm not going to play all this, but he's just... I'm thinking uh, about the uh, first part of the show where it's, I It's the same shit we do it now. Uh, actually, uh, this, you know, it's all uh, tricks and devices uh, that are used. That's what entertainment is uh, devised, you know, uh, trick theories. But that's an interesting theory, too. Then by that, I'm saying that the biggest comedians are liars, you know. Well, that's not so. Does that sound familiar? Uh, I, I, I got an example here. These are papers. Let's see what today here. This is June the 19th. This is 1957. But I really love them, and I've always saved them. Because I, they show uh, how newspapers, you know, use uh, sensationalism, you know, which is a lie and an entertainment medium to swing and prove a point. This is concerning the Melchior robbery. And these are actually legit newspapers. This was the morning, and this, this is this is all LA, Los Angeles. CNN. Uh, four gunmen barned and robbed Melchior of a $100,000. Now... Later on that day, in the examiner, Lawrence Melchior 
$125,000 holdup. Ready? This one on the same day. The Citizen News, Melchior robbers get $139,770. Yeah, but think about how much worse it is now. He's arguing over the amount of money. <laughs> hey, that's funny. He's, he's pointing out that... Uh, just the fake news going on, but he's just talking about how different amounts of money. Now it's like, it was always, it was always like that, obviously, but I just think it's funny. So this is my point is I try really hard to not just preach that people are lying. I try to make it funny. I try to like put a joke in it. So it's not like that nigger stole my bike. It's funny for a lot of reasons to me. One, a black guy did steal my bike when I was a kid. Two, it's a joke about reparations. If white people are responsible for slavery when they weren't even alive when it happened, all black people are responsible for the theft of my bike. Three, no one ever seems to care about my bike. Four, Mike Tyson's punch out makes it funny. Five, you have an unapologetic white person saying nigger and you cannot figure out for the life of you how it's racist. Those are five reasons that's funny. And the song is really, really fun. Yeah, Kyenton said he liked the joke from the Nintendo part. Everyone likes joke. Some people, their favorite part is that no one cares about my bike. Other people, they get a little kick out of me saying that word without apology. Other people just like the song. Some people just don't like it at all. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm trying to do something that's, that's that. I, I want to have that hypocrisy thing. The hypocrisy thing is who gets to say a word? Because there, there can't be racial divisions on a word. You know, you could just start. That's why me and my brother always do what would you do and would you rathers and what about this and how's that? Because that's how you refine what you believe and your principles. Because you, you could say, well, can a, can a black guy say nigger? Yeah. But what if he's Republican? Well, you, yeah. What if he's half black and Republican? What if he's full black and a Richard Spencer supporter? What if he's not black at all, but lived in a black family with black. You see what I'm saying? There, there has to be a principle. It can't, you can't say one person can do something because of their skin color and another can't. That's, that's madness. And then other people say, well, in a song, I go, well, mine was a song. See what I'm saying? And, and, that, and that is what Lenny Bruce is my brain. And I can't reveal all the time that like, not, it's not like I'm holding back like a magician, but I can't make it about the word. It has to be about something else. Like when people say you can't say that word, say, you didn't even ask about my bike. Because if it's just about the word, then it's meaningless. It's like that. Did I show you guys that, uh, that censorship thing that I found? I don't know if I even have this on anymore. I can just explain it and then I'll read the super chats and then I'll go to bed. A much needed night of sleep. But it said, um, Imagine if, uh, if we can't say the N-word in To Kill a Mockingbird, then let's start looking at rap music. And on the surface, that's a brilliant point about censorship. But in reality, it's not because they, they still said the N-word. They didn't say nigger. They censored themselves. And that's the most dangerous thing to me in the world. Where it's like, you still took a knee as you're trying to virtue to real American freedom, but you still took that knee and people aren't even seeing it. That's uh, that to me is terrifying because at least if you're gonna, if you're gonna be against a word, just be against the word or be against censorship, be against censorship. Don't censor yourself in the meme about not being censored. 
You got to just say it with a hard R. If someone says you can say the A, but not the R, go. Er. And uh, I am putting this all to rest because if not, you get the Lenny Bruce spirals. And he would spiral about this stuff for years. You think a week is bad? He would be in court and they would be reading his transcripts and he would be uh, freaking out because he's like, you're not, you're not reading it right. You got to read it like this, daddy. And then he was also in the Navy. He was Jewish and he had, he had a heroin problem. And he's also a comedian, you know, in the 50s and 60s. George Carlin used to open for him. That's why George Carlin, Lenny Bruce was more the raw, the raw materials for George Carlin. I'll show you the influence of George Carlin. Watch the influence that Lenny Bruce had on George Carlin. Like now that you saw the, is there any niggas in the house? Are you a nigga over there? Uh, nigga, spick, Jew, cook. Okay, now look at what Carlin did. See, Carlin did it, except not quite as, as he did the safe version. Sometimes, well, hell yeah. Sometimes it's okay, but not all the time. That's, and they're the only words that seem to have that restriction. I mean, there are a lot of words you can say whenever you want, you know. Pneumonia! Nobody gives you a lot of All right, you can't yell it in the hospital a great deal, but what the hell? There are words that you can say. See, he's, he's like, Lenny Bruce was in a club just raw. Drug addict. No, he knows he's going to prison. Troubled family artist he's in a time when when art goes to jail and that time's coming back if i don't if we don't fight it it's a fact i mean i had a brush with destiny in this last issue i wasn't going to go to jail but you can see the monster it's right there they want your guns they want your free speech and it's a fact and just if you don't see it you got to think you got to just think more but so George Carlin took Lenny Bruce's raw materials and he, it's almost like he took all these minerals and made a, a calculator out of it. Watch how much more accessible it is because he didn't go nigger. I, I obsess about this stuff because he's doing one of the best bits ever written right now. But it's it's from the man he opened for. And Lenny was going race because he knew that was the heart of it. That was the heart of it. But uh, George is doing uh, this. Check this out. No problem. Topography. No one has ever gone to jail for screaming topography. But there are some words that you can go to jail for. There are some words that we just have decided. We this is not that long ago. For anyone thinking that I overreact to the censorship issues, there's words they could go to jail for. Think about that. Why do you think I fight so viciously about this stuff? That's, that's real life. That's real life. That's America in the 70s, right there, right there. And, and the premise is there's words you can go to jail for. These, these people fought, we got past it, and now it's right back on the chopping block because people like to use words to avoid issues. It's human nature. Don't say retarded. Well, didn't you find out your unborn child had Down syndrome and then you, you killed the child? But we didn't say the word. Ha, 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 ha. But see, my di the difference between me and Lenny Bruce is he would just go, see what you did is you, you, you killed the unborn re retarded boy, but you can't say the word. That doesn't mean you're any special. But that's just like, you're just preaching almost. I w I'd rather make it, I want to make it so they don't always understand what it is, but they do understand. It's true, but it, it's just a, it's like a clit. Not to be vulgar, ladies and gentlemen, but you don't go right at the clit. You, you go around the clit. You know, Lenny Bruce is just like, eh, the clit. You know, you got to dance. You got to go around the clit. Let's say all the time. Sometimes 
okay. If you're running through the jungle chasing somebody that we're at war with, you can holler them. If you're shooting a criminal, it's okay. It's the all-American thing. Dirty fucking crook. <laughs> but if you're with the bishop's wife at lunch, it's better not to ask for the goddamn lettuce. And this is another reason that these guys were all thought they were liberals and why I thought the liberals moved. Because the church in certain cities especially was so fucking corrupt that it was almost impossible to not make fun of Christianity a lot. Nowadays, it's really weird to hear people make fun of Christianity because of all the religions. I mean, it, I can't, I, I have no idea why. I mean, I do know why. But back then, there was abuse, man. And there's, I know I have a lot of Catholics on, on here and on my Twitter and I have much respect and much love. And uh, you may have had a much different experience than me and some of these guys, but there were areas in the country and in the world where you got a church and the hypocrisy would make your skin crawl. It was like an SJW convention. And that's why it's not about religion or obviously it's not about God or Christianity. It's about, it's about institutions and whether or not they're run properly and whether or not the power is designed to take innocence. And a lot, and that happens in Hollywood. Now Hollywood is the new Catholic church, except I did that tweet today. I said, Hollywood, uh, and uh, something about Hollywood and the Catholic Church will both fuck you, except one will teach you about Jesus. See, that's the trade-off. It's like a lot of life has, to, and, and don't get me wrong, there's more child molesting in public schools than there is the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church got a rough run as far as Hollywood's depiction and, and mainstream media depiction for obvious reasons, but it was still there, you know, and... It's just institutions. Institutions will um, have this infection that happens uh, with with power, where, where men or women will seek power to hurt innocent people, and it, it it's not it's it's any of them. Hollywood is infected because that institution. It's just so much money, and they make so little art. You would you would be your your mind would be blown. That like one network will buy forty scripts. They'll shoot 10 pilots. They'll pick up two. One will be canceled in six episodes. You know, you're looking at $100 million for all that. For nothing. And then they sell, what, $200 million worth of ads for a canceled show? They do that constantly. That's why I'm convinced there's some sort of Ponzi scheme going on. But anyway, let's watch a little more of this. You know what I mean? It's just like we've decided there'll be some words we won't say all the time. And I was just trying to find out which words they were. For sure. All of them. I wanted a list. Because nobody gives you a list. That's you a the list. problem. No one they tells you why you're list. banned. Wouldn't you think it'd be normal if they didn't want you to say something to tell you what it is? Twitter. Nobody even tells you when you're a kid what the words are that you're supposed to avoid. You have to say them to find out which ones they are. Shit! Oh, fuck! That's too. Oh, my, that's enough trial and error. See how much better he is than Lenny Bruce? No disrespect, Lenny Bruce, but he's making them laugh. He's not just, like, yelling at them. And I and that's why I tr I'm really trying to not get too Lenny. Uh, but he's dancing. He's not doing the big ones. He's doing the, the fun ones. And I respect that. It's better entertainment. But what he's saying is so is totally true. He's saying... We don't know which one is right or wrong or why. It's the same on Twitter and Facebook right now. It's like, we suspended you. Why? Because of a word. But I used it properly. We can't even hear you. <laughs> Please, Mark, give me a list, huh? 
All right, you're six years old now, and here's the list of words your dad and I don't ever want to hear you say. Oh, hey, thanks, Ma. Boy, that's going to save me an ass kicking or two. <laughs> yeah, you never know what's going to be on the list. How crazy is it that he looks like he's, uh, how old is he there? I got to look up how old he is, how old is he there? He's always looked like an old man, even when he was. Always somebody else's list. Back then, dudes got famous old. Like, he's older than me right now here. Isn't that hilarious? And this is like looks like the beginning of his career. Like, everybody used to get famous in like their 40s back in the day. Make that up. Somebody told you that shit. They told you better. Better not say that. So you gotta, and you don't know what's gonna be on their list. God, people's lists even change from day to day. Some people on Friday night got a list, you know, about two or three words. Sunday morning, goddamn, they make 27 words. These are the same people two days later. Different list. So you got to kind of watch out what you're going to believe from them. The trouble is, I was trying to find out what these words might be. And I wanted to know the ones that you could never say. There you on go. Television. I mean, the filthy words that are always. But he said television. He consciously did that because he saw what happened to Lenny. He didn't want to go to jail and he didn't want to freak everybody out. And he goes on television. In life, let me tell you, some more words. There are a lot of these little two-way double entendre words that have two meanings, words that are okay part of the time. I call them like part-time filth. Some of these words, they're only 50% dirty. Let's just get to this. And that's it. That's what I was trying to find. The words that were always dirty, not just part of the time. Never says nigger. But completely filth. Well, in, in looking for these words, I kept finding new categories. We have so many ways of describing these dirty words. It's well, we have more ways to describe dirty words than we actually have dirty words. That seems a little strange to me. It seems to indicate that somebody was off. You guys got to understand, this is revolutionary at the time. Like, some of you youngsters might be watching this being like, eh, this is unbelievable at the time. Like, no one's seen this shit. You had Lenny. I I'm showing you the difference between him and Lenny. People did not know how to handle this. This is mind-blowing for this time. This is like the funniest comedian, him and Pryor and a few others, ever to live with the balls of massive steel. I just wanted to show you the Lenny undertones because he opened for Lenny. He bailed Lenny out of prison. Like, he saw what happens when you go too far. ...in these words. They kept referring to them. They called them bad words, dirty, filthy, foul, vile. <laughs> Vulgar, coarse. The audience can't even fucking laugh. It's one of the best bits ever. This is, I know I'm interrupting a lot, but fuck it. It's a late night stream and I'm just, whatever. This is, I'm doing game tape. This is, uh, this is inspiring because it, it's, he doesn't care that they're not always laughing. It's not about approval. He has an exact point with like a musical type delivery. And bear in mind, stand up comedy is not that old at this point in history. At this point, stand-up comedy itself is maybe 15 years old, so they're coming from a storyteller uh, tradition. So people would tell stories, and some parts would be funny. So you know, it, just picture like a, an Irish story, and then this started coming out. Stand-up is a uniquely American art. It's very, very American. That's why when you go to Europe, there's some good comics, but they're they're like a decade behind America as far as what they're doing it's it's just it's still new in a lot of areas because it's just it's a specific art form and it's the definition of america 
America's the, like the only country that would invent this shit where it's like, are you here to tell a story? No, N- this is the words you can't say. <laughs> it's just, it's just pure freedom. This is just the embodiment of American individualism is stand-up comedy. And that's what drew me to it my whole fucking life. Taste unseemly. Street talk, gutter talk, locker room language. So another minute and a half that I'll answer this. Body, naughty, saucy, raunchy, rude, crude, lewd, lascivious, indecent, profane, obscene, blue, off-color. You see who... Risque. Sorry, I got a comment. You see, Dane Cook does that. Dane Cook kind of uh, was was inspired by. I'm not gonna say stole. That's in, that's not how it is. In art, that's just an, uh, influenced. But take a word and, and do a bunch of synonyms for a word. It, it's 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 like Dane would say like a word that a synonym. You fucking understand. But this is Dane Cook, right? This is a Dane Cook move. Suggestive. Cursing, cussing, swearing, and all I could think of was shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. I mean, you couldn't sleep in the same bed on television at that time. Do you see that release? It was amazing. See, Lenny's was darker. Lenny's was more about the dark shit. And I, I did that this week, where it's like the darkness of society that we really don't want to talk about. This was the ones that everyone had, they, they were already there, but no one would do it. And watch this shit. They're just sitting there scared. Listen to the silence of the crowd, and then he does it. Suggestive. Like, cursing, cussing, swearing, and all I could think of was shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. That was my original list. I knew it wasn't complete, but it was a starter set. You know? Shit, piss, fuck, yes, WBAI is the one who played them. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Now, that was the original list. We've added a few words since then. We've added fart, turd, and twat. And I know there are some other words that many of you are wondering about, why they haven't been considered, why they haven't shown up on the list thus far. We're looking at them all very closely. Some of your favorites might make the list this year. (laughs) Asshole, ball bag, hard on, piss hard, blue balls, taint, nookie, snatch box, pussy, pecker, pecker head, pecker tracks, jism, joint, doniker, dork, poontang. Cornhole and dingleberry. <laughs> dingleberry, a very popular word. You missed and one, And to my George. way of thinking, dingleberry, a rather innocent-sounding word. Dingleberry sounds Christmassy to me, you know. <laughs> Let's put one on the tree, Dad. <laughs> he missed. He missed. A, he missed a big word, though. <laughs> but the dude's a legend. Dude's a legend. And it's uh, because back then no one was doing shit like that. But see how we've evolved since then. It's interesting. All right, I'm going to read some of these super chats. I hope you guys are having fun. I was uh, glancing over at the chat, and you guys seen uh, Owen, please do a homage to this bit. I should. But I should just go. Uh, these are the words you can't say. Nigger, 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 nigger. <laughs> Here's the words you can't say. Nigger, 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 nigger. 
Every other one you can say all the time, no matter who you are, all the time. In that order. And we're working on some new ones. Thank nigger, 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 always the same. All right, so, and they used to bitch about the commies all the time. All right, so, all right, and, and here we got, here we got some super chats. And just let work, I'm so tired, sorry. Just left work at a psych patient. Know what calmed her down? Me singing advice for millennials. She loved by Polar and Duckface. Your comedy heals. I admire your faith and your convictions. Faith manages. Thank you very much. I love that. Yeah, comedy's good for people, man. It's good for your, uh, it's good for your soul. It's good for your spirit. Because it lets you put complicated thoughts into perspective without having to face the full onslaught. It's almost like, um, I can't even think of like an example. It's so interesting. It's so unique. It's like you don't want Lenny Bruce to just go, nigga, nigga. You, you want the dance. You want to go and laugh. Like that's one reason why my main thing is men and women. One of my main things that's in my new special, that's in my last special, it's in all my specials. I'm always doing it half is, is relationships. It's just whatever is... I'm passionate about at the time, like what is off limits? Like what I think, you know, I'm making fun of LGBT stuff. I'm making fun of socialism. I'm making fun of uh, Muhammad. You know, whatever you can't touch, you gotta do. But it, in the end of the day, my whole thing is couples would leave and they would get along better. They would see just the concept of how men are more task oriented and women are less. It's like if people just knew that one thing there's so much less tension in a marriage or relationship, but you can't just say that because it doesn't mean anything. You have to act it out. It's like, I couldn't just say we have an issue with uh, censorship. I had to literally say something that no one could hear. It's the same with uh, uh, my jokes about men and women, like the soap opera music eyes and then the, the male eyes, all those jokes. It's all the same thing. And it's not regurgitated. It's not repetitious. It all comes from one thing but that's the thing that, that you got to translate to people and uh people get very happy about that because it's a lot better and a lot easier to go to a comedy show and laugh through your problems because then maybe next time when you're in a fight you can just laugh and it's the same right now the race thing is the same thing it's just i just i'm trying to figure out how to get there with it but it's all about facing what people are scared of. And right now, the, the, it's the demographic identity. It's, it's identity politics is such a horrific stranglehold right now. And I figured out why. And I got it. This, 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 whole, um, this whole week has been so eye-opening about all this stuff. Because I figured out what it is. Because some people would say, oh, well, the black people can't hear the word. And I go, ah, uh -uh, no. Leftist black people. Black people have no issue with the word. It's leftist black people, postmodernist, Marxist black people. And that's true. You know, if you call a black guy a nigger, he's going to get fucking pissed. But that's not what I did. I just said the word, right? And other people, sometimes people get pissed at the Jews. They're like, it's the damn Jews. They're separating us, putting into categories, making all this money. Ah, leftist Jews. Leftist. It's not just Jews. Compare Delev, one of our main bears, and Harvey Weinstein. Is there any comparison? She's an Israeli. 
they're both Jewish. She's she's not a leftist. He is. One's a disgusting, stinking pervert, and one's a beautiful, wonderful human being that's very loyal and moral. So that's why these things these can trick you. And this is what the left does. This is how they make it so you can't attack them. They put a little of them in all the demos so that they can control you. So that they go, oh, you hate the gays. No, I don't. I don't hate the gays. The leftist gays, because it's not the gays. You know how many gays I know that are like, don't be such a faggot. <laughs> or they like squeal when you do it, when you do a really insane joke. I know gay guys are like, why do niggers think they can say faggot? <laughs> it doesn't, being gay doesn't make you any political thing. So the left takes it. So the left starts taking all this shit. Like they take the L's, the G's, the B's, the T's. That's what that joke's about. I just don't make it political. It starts off with the lesbians. And then the gays and the buys and the trans. And it gets to the point where when you're on that platform, it starts affecting all those people in that group. Like once you're getting to trans children, that has nothing in common with what lesbians were going through in the 70s. They just want to go to Lilith Fair and not be scowled at when they held hands. These people are now trying to put hormones in three-year-olds. That's the left. So they take a so they they make it so they have a little people on each team so that if you attack anything they're about, so uh, if you attack socialism, you hate, or socialized healthcare, you hate little black kids. <laughs> See what I mean? If you attack gay marriage, not attack, but if you say like, why is the government even involved in marriage? Or like, why is this uh, cake maker have to do that? They go, oh, you hate gays. No, just hate leftist gays. And not hate, but you know what I'm saying. And they get a little piece of each of it, you know, and, and that's why, and they're a very small percentage. 99% of the town was on my side. 1% are like commies. And then you got about 10% of soy. Soy are the ones, that, they're like the useful idiots, you know, the ones that are like, yeah, we have to change. Whatever you say, Diane. And then there's just a bunch of people that don't want to uh, say anything. But secret, like not even that secretly, but they're like, oh, Jesus but they don't say anything. And then you have like 5% the other way. They're like, we got it fucking, you know what I'm saying? So I, I figured all that out this week and I never would have figured that out if I didn't go into the belly of the beast, you know, just let it wash over me. Didn't apologize. Didn't act mean. If I had to mean it, it wouldn't have worked either. And then you get this information. You see what it is. Cause you see all their arguments and, and you, they'll never show it. It's almost like being in love with a woman and committing to her long-term and being monogamous with her, you'll see parts of her that she would never have shown you. That's why womanizers a lot of times long-term start hating women because they only see one little part of them. And that's kind of like a pretty crazy part. Women are always crazy in relationships, but it's not the same type of crazy. Once they trust you and once they know you're there, it's, it's a different woman. And it's like that with so many things. And um, it's like that with like this knowledge, like I would never know what their real argument is unless I said stuff to really get them going. Not stuff that I, I don't believe. I'm not trolling. I'm not, I'm a comedian. So, I mean, if I was a normal non-comedian, it may be seen as trolling, but it's, they reveal everything to you where they go, you hate black people. No, I don't. This black guy said it was okay. Well, that means you, and then it's just all about the demographics. And that's the only way they can push uh, authoritarianism on individuals is making it, they hijack our own compassion where it's like, no, I don't hate those people. Like humans are designed to love. We really are. We're tribal in a sense. Like if we see a group of people, we don't understand, we get our weapons. 
But we're like, oh, no, 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 I'm not against little black kids. It's like, okay, then you'll sign up with Bernie. All right, I got to rip through these. I'm, I don't want to not get sleep tonight. I can't wait to see the show Saturday night. Assuming Clipsy Bear isn't taking, got to get around to changing YouTube handle. Welcome, Clipsy, Clipsy Bear. And by the way, I'm so impressed with the bears these days. God, we had one day of uh, imposter bears saying really crazy racial stuff. But other than that, really, really intelligent people. And, and you guys can... You guys can dig, you guys can sit, like talk to shit, but you're kind, but also not at all. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just happy with you people. You're such good people. Are right, you the man, big bear? You're a great guy. Oh, thank you. Or I didn't even know that you were saying something nice. I was just saying something nice. I look up to you. Really see you in Chicago. If you need an extra set of hands, let me know. I, I will. That's the thing. Buffalo, I had to hire security through the um, club because they had gotten letters. But the club owner is awesome. You can just tell it's like one of those artists. You know, there's a couple of artists in Saranac Lake, like mad respect to uh, Blue Sea Cafe, where I used to always do the shows. She was like free speech, baby. And she's a liberal. But it's like the good kind, like the kind that like barely exists anymore because the fucking leftists have taken over. But it's just like, no, free speech. There's some people out there, man, that really are like that. They're, they hold the line. Any Boston date soon? We'd love to come see it. Not on the books right now, but I will. I just have a big move coming up soon, and I got a lot of touring. But I'd love to do Boston. Keep doing what you're doing, Big Bear. It's rare I get to catch a live stream, but I watch all the streams after I get off work. That's awesome. Thank you for that, Super Chat. It's very generous of you. And uh, awesome. Yeah, this has been a fun one. I like when I – that I like being consistent, but at the same time, when, when you're just inspired, like, man, let's talk about the shoulders of giants. It's, these are fun sometimes. I sat down a dead tree in my backyard the other day with a small handsaw. I'm a four foot nine lady. I got more kindling than you can shake a stick at. That that's kindling. You're basically kindling at four nine. You're a lady McNugget. That's uh that's just above little person. Like you're a really little person. You're not a little person. That's why I say midget. Because you're just a little person. Like everyone knows what a midget is. They're like the you know, the midgets. That's why language is so fucking important. Don't call them little people. No, that lady's a little person. You know? It's ironic you're getting blackballed for basketball American jokes. Glad your chip didn't get turned on. Stay gang said, oh, I, I can't. I'm, I'm here for life, buddy. You don't have to worry about me. Um, well, yeah. Oh, dude, I got to just read you this. And please, bears, don't, like, get in it with these people because they're it's not like the normal, this isn't our, this isn't the fight. These are just civilians. These aren't just, just trust me. This isn't like one of those things where I want you guys to like show them that we have numbers and stuff, There's, but it's this gay guy and it's so funny, man. Oh, it may not load. Okay. So I do the, I posted that video about, uh, this is so funny. I'm so glad I remember reading you guys this. But please, please, this don't respond to these people. Cause it's it's kind of it's kind of like sad. Not sad, bad, but sad. Like, uh, at first I thought it was a legit battle, a little. But <laughs> all right. So I, I posted this thing about it shows the 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 very, very end of the Saranac Lake show. And it's a standing ovation. My brother hugs me and I go, give it up for Saranac Lake. And I just want to show him like, look, this is how the show ended. You guys still want to keep going? 
and uh, they're not. It's all good. We're getting we're getting through it. It's totally cool. But so everyone's uh, writing cool shit. You know, I was at the I was at the show. I've been a fan for a while. It was a blast. Your value of the community, blah blah. And it says one dude <laughs> writes, uh, "Do us all a favor and don't come back. You're trash. Comedy doesn't have boundaries, but your delivery is horrible." You came off as just another racist prick. Make sure you take your Alex Jones multivitamins before all this shit, you know? And I'm like, not going anywhere, pal, but we're going to keep our house in the town. Uh, feel free to come by anytime and say this to my face. And by the way, I take Alex Jones vitamins, bro. I mean, I don't, but I'm just trying to make a joke. He says, hi, I knew it. Okay, let, let me know when you have free time. There, there's a few of us snowflakes that want to meet you and get your autograph. And I wrote, is that a threat? You want to do this? And I was like, check in with whoever's pushing this on you and see if you really want to do this. I've shown extreme restraint, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, don't don't make any threats, bud. And then he never wrote back. And then I found his picture. Because it was a fake picture. I put up his picture. And then I wrote something nice. I wrote, you're, you're a vape store owner doing an Alex Jones vitamin joke. I wrote, I'm down to play horseshoes with you. I'm not even mad at you, dude. I get it. And that's it. That, that's not the bit. That's not the funny one. This is the funny one. I just want to set that up because these two were doing this together. And this dude says, ditto to this other guy. Now you're whining about possibly being run out of town. You don't know what you can do with your wife as her baby because the insurance only covers two hospitals in the area. I don't give a fuck. Keep fucking crying, asshat. And so I wrote, all right, guys, lines are being crossed. Peter, you're married to a guy named John. Okay, just... Listen, I think it's a woman because it was a woman who complained. My theory is that this is a chick uh, <laughs> pretending to be a man and forgot that she had that she was married to a, a man because this isn't how, how men talk. This isn't how small town men talk. It's like he's it's almost like, hey, me and the boys say you don't have enough tolerance for this town. We're going to get the snowflakes together and kick your it's, it's a parody, right? So I think it's a woman, because I don't think they, she realizes what she's doing. This is so fucking funny. It's almost embarrassing for me if it wasn't funny. If I didn't think these people were such dicks, I would be legitimately embarrassed. All right. I wrote, Peter, you're married to a guy named John? Weird. Why are you trying to sound like you have fake redneck? You realize men don't actually talk like that, right? Cool guys. Fuck it. This is pathetic. Keep having fun, girls. No matter what you do, I won't say the name of the woman who did it. Uh, and I won't tell people to shame anyone, but you people are pathetic and you make a great town look like an ignorant uh, bunch of white dummies. And he writes, wow, you really are a dirtbag. Okay, imagine if, if he thinks I know it's a dude and is gay. I mean, that really is an extremely, like an extremely aggressive thing for me to say. Like, I thought it was a woman, like legitimately a woman. Like, that's so funny. I, 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 and then uh, he was like, you're a dirtbag. I still think it's a woman. I have no, I, no idea. And uh, he's like, he calls me homophobic. And I'm like, I'm, not, I'm not, obviously not homophobic, just blah, blah. So then I think I figured out who he is. I put his picture up and I'm like, you think you know the internet? I put a picture of Bane. I'm like, I was born in the, I was born in it. And then I start, and I go, yeah, uh, was that after you mocked my pregnant wife, Peter? And uh, and then I start finding it. I, I'm starting to realize that he's 
that he's a dude and he's married. But I never apologize. I literally just, it's like my joke. Like, even though I, I just keep going, I wrote, if you want the right to marry a guy, I'm guessing you want to protect my right to own an AR-15 and for me to say any word I want to, no? And then, um, yeah, I'm like, I supported the right for gay people to get married because I don't want anyone to not have all the freedoms I have. Yeah. Now, why don't you support my right? You know, we're back and forth with that shit. And then he was like, you did jokes about gay people. And I wrote, yeah, about fucking how shitty you are with women. Remember I talked about this in the beginning of the stream? He said that shit about my pregnant wife. Like gay dudes are starting to say really shitty things about chicks because they used like heavy women for like 20 years to try and get social standing. They'd just be like, you're beautiful, Diane. Ugh. But in their mind, they'd be like, oh, and they'd be like, really? It's like, yeah, you fucking kick ass. Oh, and the chick would be like, oh, you're my best friend. And then now that they have a lot more power and social influence, they're just like, your stupid fucking pregnant wife. And, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, all right, bitch. And, uh, and so then I'm just like, and it all ends because he just stops writing. Cause I, I'm not making sense anymore based on his projection of me because he's trying to act like I'm just this ignorant homophobe when in reality, I'm just doing a really accurate joke about how they, I'm like, yeah, you, like you guys talk shit about women, but like you put your dick in dudes assholes. I, I write, it, it's where shit comes from. It's objectively weird. Even if heterosexual anal is weird. <laughs> I just find that so funny. I literally, with thinking he was a woman, I said, cool guys. Like, I'm not, it's as if I'm not acknowledging that they're men because they're women or because they're gay. I just find that so funny. Like, that's such a fucking, um, well, what did we say? It's just such a misunderstanding, but at the same time, I don't care because he's such a dick. But don't even, they're, they're just sad people. Calm, calm, calm. Troll mentions army, send it. No, don't. They're, they're, they're gay and weird. They're not like aggressive. Trust me, if that was like a normal dude, like a normal, like aggressive dude saying shit about my pregnant wife, send it. Like it would be a send. But it's not. Just try, you gotta trust me on this. Amy finds it hilarious. I promise you it's stupid. They're just repeating bullshit. I'm sure that they're like the only gay people in town or something. And and uh, and someone's like, hey, hey, Spandex, did you hear what Owen said about how we put our dicks where the shit goes? And it's like, oh, my God, <laughs> his stupid bitch wife pregnant. Because that's how they talk about women now. Like once they got once they got. Uh, no, don't attack. Come on, guys. No, I'm, I'm not like honestly don't. Don't, because it might get my page banned. Because I like uh, also because Facebook today said uh, one more, and I'm and my and my face and my uh, my page is is done. Just don't attack. It's stupid. It's like save it. That's the that's the beauty of the like uh, saving attacks. It's like jizz strength. You don't want jizz all the time. You guys have jizz strength. You don't want to attack all the time. If you attack all the time, it's a meaningless attack. It's when you attack when it's big is when people are like, oh my God, Steven, Gary. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Kimmel, but how funny is that though? I literally was like, okay, guys. <laughs> like I was at, I'm, uh, uh, yeah, save it, don't send it. That's our new motto, save it, don't send it. Cause when we send it, we go big. Cause it's like, that's the irony. And you got, and I, I almost feel 
I almost don't even want to say this because of how fucking crazy the culture war has gotten, but I'm not remotely homophobic. Like, I'm so sick of straight people being treated like shit that I want to make fun of gay people. And that's like the beauty of comedy. But I don't want to give them any compliments these days because like, I mean, I don't want to mock them like because there's some a lot of good gays. But I've just had enough with the whole like, you put your dick in a vagina? Ugh. Like, oh, really? How many times have you contracted AIDS, Gary? 50? 100? 100 times? Shit on everyone equally, of course. Yeah, but I shit on like non-gays constantly. This is my first real, I've made fun of gays in the past, like simple shit, but it's always like, but they're so great, right? This is the first time I've been like, all right, enough. Enough with the gay shit. Like tolerance and acceptance does not mean that like you get to just talk shit, which is ironic because that's where you put your dick, where shit goes. I come all joke that the Oscar movies are made to be considered important by the left and it was accepted. People at the right say just that and they're mocked. Well, yeah, I mean, the left is insane, especially the Hollywood left. And I know there's people out there that are like, no, there's good liberals. It's like, yeah, there are. And a lot of them don't know what their party's currently saying. And don't get me wrong. Like, sometimes people are like, oh, what the fuck's Trump saying about 2A? I'm like, yeah, it's like, fuck that. But see, that's the difference between the right and the left. Is the right typically has more things they believe in. The left, it's just anything goes. You know, it's like no states' rights. And then it's like, well, what about this? This, this state is going to do like a thousand week abortions. They're like states' rights. And it's like, Oh, they have to bake the cake because it's America. And that's like, well, what about Twitter? Does Twitter, why is Twitter coming after conservatives? Because it's a private company. Like, Donald Trump is Hitler, but give him your guns. The cops hate all the blacks, but give them all your guns and you don't get any guns and they get all the guns. Like, you guys are fucking idiots. But it works. It works because they just make everyone feel really bad. They're just like a bummer. I heard you play violin. How long have you played? I've been playing for a year and a half. I love it. I played my whole childhood, but I don't think I can even play anymore. It's it, it's one of those things where if you stop, you lose it really fast. It's almost like a bike when it's stolen when you're a child. All right. They're trying to get back to the times of the expendable serfs being sacrifices for the good of the nobles and the blue bloods. Yeah, they want serfs. They do. And we won't let it happen. And it's not that close. It could be. But America has so much individualism and so much character. It's just the media doesn't show it to us very often. And that's why I can just be on a random laptop in a hotel and 830 people are watching live right now and thousands more will watch because, and that's just me with zero advertising on a fucking YouTube channel. Look at how much money CNN has to spend just to get people scared about shit. It does work and we should always protect our shit, but just... Hope is not lost, guys. I hope some of the, those clips of comedians make you feel a little better that there's always been these dickheads. You know? And Lenny Bruce would freak about communists. I mean, that dude hated commies. All right. My, my 4570 will put a bigger hole in an unarmed, unprotected victim than an AR-15. Yeah, AR-15s are just like awesome guns. But if someone's trying to give me a, a reason why that's the one banned, that's why you know they're full of shit, because they don't even know what it does. They want all guns banned, 
So it's almost like a gay guy trying to get with a straight guy where they're just like, let me just touch it. Let me just touch your leg. Come on. You're like, no. So let me touch it. Come on. Touch it. Let me touch it. No. All right, you can touch my knee, Theodore. Yeah. All right, now let me touch your dick. No, okay, more knee. Let me touch it. It's how they are with fucking guns. They're like, just give me your pistol. Come on. Give me your pistol if you've been in jail. Just give me your pistol. It's like, oh, fine, okay. Give me your pistol if you've ever been sad. Give me your pistol if you, well, everyone's been sad. Well, if you've, if you've ever been to a shrink and you've been sad, give me your pistol. How about this one, this random gun right here? Let me just give it, okay, fine, we'll give you the random gun. Because it's just a gun, guys. Yeah, all right, now I want another random gun. Or else I'm going to get all the kids to go on CNN. Thank you for what you're doing. Can't wait to watch this again tomorrow. Making great points, trying to make Houston show. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I got to go to bed. Sorry for being up so late. You need to watch Ghostbusters again. Well, there's jizz strength in that. The whole city is a lot of jizz under the under it. And then you got the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man that explodes white shit all over the town. And they try to put women in that. It's like the most male movie of all time. Uh, wow, there's a lot of these. I got to get to these. The leftist want want false safety, not the responsibility of self-defense. It's a fear of one's inability to protect loved ones and oneself. Yes, it's about impotence. Look at the new Hollywood Reporter. It has four soy boys on the front. It's like Silicon Valley, the stars of Silicon Valley. It's like the, the revenge of the betas or something. And they're just looking as soft and weak as possible. They, they take pride in that shit now. They take pride in a man that can't help himself. It's like, oh, even dad can do it. Even dad can do it. Oh, the one who paid for it? 1863, the Emancipation Proclamation. That end stole my ends. I don't get it. That end stole my end. Oh, that nigga stole my niggas? That's funny. But is the end a different end? That, that nigga stole my niggas. I'll have to think about that one. Nama, if only everyone could understand and hold true to the saying sticks and stones, but words will never hurt me. True power. That is true power. And that's why I'm not depressed about any of this. And I'm confident in our culture because true power wins. Oh, it just takes time sometimes. And sometimes there's big losses. But it does win when you just, it just does. It's math. But there's, there's some real hiccups. And a lot of people are pussies. A lot of pussies out there. Been following you for a while. Haven't officially become a bear. Can I be MacArthur Bear? My profile pic is me dressed up as General MacArthur. Hell yeah, MacArthur Bear. Great general, buddy. Dude, love your content, free speech or death? Of course. Because once that goes, it goes. I'm looking forward to the invasion of culture. You're a trailblazer in the sector. I'm working in that direction. Hell yeah, buddy. Oh, Michael, thank you very much. That's very generous, you buddy. I appreciate that tremendously. Uh, Kuma the Bear Unbearable. What about Andrew Dice Clay? Exactly. Hickory dickory duck. This bitch is sucking my cock. And that didn't get the protest that any of those guys did, but... uh. But that was like the one sweet spot, I think. I mean, people freaked out, though. People were freaking out. But, uh, I mean, now, I, dude, I don't know where, where it's going now. I don't even know what the fuck they're mad about. Because some of these leftist comedians say the most vile shit. And then I just say there's something weird about shoving your dick in a man's ass. And all of a sudden, I'm the bad guy. Dude, George has a video where he talks about using nigger. Look it up. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. No, it's just the re one of the reasons that that's such a shared video and it's such like a George had balls of steel. He'd hit anything. But that joke got bigger laughs and was more popular. Like seven words is one of the most popular bits of all time. If nigger was in that, it wouldn't have been. Just because of demographics. Just because like housewives could share that with their friends, even from like church. 
but there's a couple lines where it gets a little, unless it's just a perfect joke. I got home from seeing Bill Burr. I just have to tell you guys, he spent 20 minutes absolutely destroying Francis McDormand and me too. Bill doesn't take a knee. Fucking great. Just wanted to share. Oh, Bill's the greatest. Dude, one thing I like about Bill is occasionally he'll go left. He, you can't, you can't, you don't know where he's coming from. Crazy Bill. He's, he's a real fucking pioneer. He's a real loose cannon, that Bill Burr. I have a lot of respect for that guy. He just fucking says shit. He gets pissed. God, he gets mad. Oh, we got to do a, uh, one of these one day where we just go over him talking shit to uh, Philadelphia. It's epic. Big Bear, I have a theory that the progressives are tearing apart demographics just so they can fix everything in 25 to 50 years. I think it's just about power, man. I think it's about if everyone's a different color or gender, they can all think the same. And they've done an inverse. Diversity. Diversity just means literally pigment and skin. It ensures that you can have homogeny of thought. It's fucking tricky. But it's, it's, it's so obvious when you see it. Oh, we're a very diverse co co company. Look, he's trans. He's bi. He's black. She's not even a she. She's a dog today. Oh, really? Oh, so where are the Trump guys at? N none. They're the devil. We all vote the same. A true laugh response is involuntary. It is. Don't be a bike thief. Hit that like. Love you, Owen. Oh, thanks, Murray Bear. Hi, Big Bear. Hi, Cradle Bear. Is there an Oregon bear? If not, how about Portland bear? Welcome, Portland bear. Steve, hey, from Saskatchewan, followed you since your first Rogan appearance. Thought you might have taken it too far on Twitter sometimes, but now I get it. Give these faggots hell. Thank you. And I did see that a lot. And I'm, I'm glad the people that stuck with me, because I saw a lot of the bears being a little uh, tepid. But they, they, tr they trusted me. A lot of, I'm sure some bailed, but there was a lot of trust there. Where they're like, hey, I could see that they're like, hey, man, we, like, we all know you're like a really good guy. But you just said nigger like a hundred times. And I'm like, guys, I can't quite talk about it yet. I have to fucking, because if you look back, nothing's racist. That's the beauty of the witchcraft. Not that I'm doing, that they're doing. It's like, you don't see it for what it is at the time. And then you get to see it. Myself included. You know, sometimes I just want to fuck. You don't think I want to take a knee sometimes and just be like, whatever, just let me sleep. But I can't. I, just, I fucking can't. All right, I got to go to bed too. So two more. The good gay. The good gay. Yeah. We ever come to Toronto? I pray for your family's safety. Yeah, we'll come to Toronto. We're safe. We're good. The town's back on our side, but I can't really trust a lot of them in a pinch. All right, everybody. So hit the like button, share it, and hugepianist.com. We got some tickets for Buffalo just opened up because we went to a bigger place. Same uh, area. Same thing, but just a bigger theater. And... Um, Sold out one show in Minneapolis, but there is another show with some tickets left. And then Cleveland and Pittsburgh, a lot of tickets left for those. Not a lot, but they're big places. New York is sold out. I'm here in Houston, Texas all weekend. And uh, yeah, Kirkland. I forgot about Kirkland. Kirkland is in, ooh, I want to say in June? May, I'm talking with Ron Paul at a Liberty event in Omaha, I believe. Uh, I'm also doing Prager U in early April and just a lot of cool shit, man. Just a lot of fucking cool shit right now. Life is really good. And then of course the new special will come out at hugepianist.com by way of Vimeo. 
and then I'm going to try and get on iTunes. And Bob, I promise I'll get up the new iTunes audio because I know how hard you work on it. I'm sorry. I've just been fucking deep in it. And um, much love to all you bears, man. Shout out to Westside Bear and all the bears because you guys, man, it makes it makes social uh, media doable, right? Because so many of us are such individualists that like it's not easy to have a squad because we're not the shame squad guys. We're not like we all have the same hair. Oh, shout out to Kiwi Bear. Kiwi Bear, I'm gonna need more art. Oh, and also, um, you're you're. Uh, I want you to. Uh, Illustrate my brother's book. My brother's book is mind-blowingly good. Mind-blowingly. It's like, it's a children's book that'll blow your mind. And I want Kiwi Bear to illustrate it. It's about bears and birds. There's a good, there's a good bear and a bad bear. But, but it's very complicated. But it's all archetype. Oh, let's talk Chicago. Yeah, so Chicago canceled my event because I do hate speech. So, of course, there's other events. God bless America. God bless Plus capitalism, market economics is the only thing that really ensures our freedom. Because if one person won't do it, someone else will. So one of the bears hooked up a awesome venue outside of Chicago. It's 40 minutes outside, which was a bummer for a good amount of the people that wanted to come to the show. So we kept our eyes open and we found another spot. And my wife is going to be emailing all of you. And if you buy tickets to any of my shows... The ticket is just the receipt, and we make a list for the door, and I'll have someone at the door. Next time, we will have tickets mailed to you or that you can print off. I didn't quite understand that when we were doing this, but that's on me, but it, it's all worked out. You're all in the system. That's how PayPal works. That's why PayPal is so sick. It's just... And so my wife, Amy, will be emailing you all the new venue. I'm doing two days there now. I'm doing two shows a night for two days in Chicago because they're such good... Feedback. We sold out a big place, but now more people want to go, so we're going to add a bunch of shows. And uh, yeah, I have uh, Brea, I think in April. I have uh, Vancouver at Yuck Yucks at some point in my life. And it's all at my website, hugepianist.com. And please subscribe and hit that bell so you get notifications. Comment, comment, tell me about anything you want. I read a lot of the comments, man. The comments are something I read a lot. I don't, it's almost easier for me to read than DMs because DMs just get so nuts. There's two columns, like the ones of people that you've approved and then you forget about the other ones and then you can't fucking find people. And then there's all these group. I get added to so many group chats. So like, honestly, sometimes commenting on fucking YouTube is a good way to get a hold of me and let me know um, what you think about censorship. What do you think the future is? What do you think? What's your favorite song? Just fucking tell me anything. I'm on the road a lot now, guys. A lot. Like right now, I'm going to be here for a week and um, keep me company, man. All right. Future is good. Life is good. And we just went through World War N. World War N. And we didn't kneel, but we also didn't look hateful. It's a fucking decisive victory. That is not an easy thing to do. And it was a team effort. It's how do you say a word? And not apologize when it's that taboo and also end up looking like the good guys. Whew, we did some fucking surfing this week, man. And it took a lot out of the bear. But I love it and I'm proud of you guys. And more importantly, I'm proud of my own penis. I'm just kidding. I just want to say something stupid. All right. I love you guys. Uh, yeah. Share it. All that shit. And uh